Ahoy there, crew, and welcome to the Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots. Episode 5, Eye-Catching. Alright, Magic and Science crew, let's see what this slimy squid arm is hiding. After all the trouble we went through to get it, better be a lifetime of fame and fortune. Make it two lifetimes for putting up with the smell. Uh, it's like the worst rotted fish concentrated into one oversized tentacle. Would getting it some ice help? Mm, maybe. Men will at least smell like cold rotted fish. You think if we salt it and give it a few days to cure, it, it'll lose its magic? If it'll lose the smell, I'm willing to take the chance. No use putting it off anymore. Let's get to work. Yeesh, what is up with all these birds? They've been trailing us all morning. Think they like the sea bane stench? <clears throat> Cap, you seem tense. What's wrong? What's wrong? Let's see, in the past three days we nearly lost the meal, acquired a rancid chunk of calamari, nearly had our youngest crewmate taken out- Take a breath, love. Nothing is wrong at this moment, it's just that we're about to tell the crew. Telling the crew what? The, uh, the news. Oh, oh, that news. <laughs> are, are you really sure that now is the best time? Everyone's still pretty mad at me, and if they find out now that I'm going to be the captain soon, then they might just... There's never going to be a perfect moment for this. And if I keep putting this off, we'll be docking on the mainland in a few months and saying, Safe sailing, crew! You've got a point, but if Gisela goes for the frying pan, I'm hiding behind you. Fair enough. Better get me knots to the deck. Whoa, Cap, what's got you looking all green in the gills? Is everything okay? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Oki? What are you doing out of bed? The captain said everyone on deck. He's here now, you're all here, so might as well get us out of the way. Rada and I have something that we need to tell you. It's good news, I, I, I promise, uh, good news. Rada and I have been thinking about it for a while, and... Honey. Arroyo and I have been doing this job for a long time now. We've loved every adventure, every sword-fighting lesson, every piece of rebellious kitchen equipment, and, of course, our sassy ship. I could never forget you. It's been an honor to lead all of you for so long and to call you our family. However, Arroyo and I have decided it's time for a change. To put it plainly, we're getting tired. That's why in two months' time we'll be retiring to a home on the mainland. You're what now? Can't! You're, you're like parents to us. Who's going to lead us into fights against the Iron Banjos? Or teach me cool new sword tricks? Or sing us sea shanties? <gasps> Who's going to sing our shanties? I think we're ignoring the fact that if the captain and first mate both retire, that makes the second mate the captain, which means you're putting Zinkus in charge after she made Oki fight a sea monster alone and almost got him killed. She is your second mate. I didn't give her that position for no reason. You are under no obligation to remain a part of this crew, 
But while you are, you will respect the decisions made by your captain. You know, I still don't think- If I could step in- Zinkus? I have something I'd like to say. I mean, if, if you'd all let me. I know that I messed up with the Seabane, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I know that doesn't make up for what happened, but still, I'm sorry for putting the crew in danger. I'm sorry for all of it. And losing our captain and first mate will be difficult for all of us, but, but we've made it through worse, right? I know it's gonna take a while for all of you to trust me again, and I, I get that, but if, if you'll give me the chance, I'd like to try because I love this crew a, a lot. And I'd be honored if you would let me be your captain. If you'll have me. Woo! Yay! Captain! <coughs> Otto! The kitchen? Right. The kitchen. Oki, get back to bed. Fine. I think you'll be a great captain. Thanks, kid. Glad someone does. I'll go make sure Oki actually makes it back to bed. Uh, could you see how Dove is doing too, if they go with him? Of course. Hey, you're getting that little crinkle on your forehead again. It'll be okay. They'll come around. I hope you're right. Well, that went well. What you said, you did good, Zinkus. I thought they'd at least, ugh, I don't know, stop glaring at me. But what if they all leave? I wish I could promise you that that won't happen. But I can tell you, you're not the only leader who's made mistakes. You know I have. Heck, you've lived through a lot of them. The crew has always known that they can leave when they want to. None of them have left yet. Not even after the dynamite dragged us into a fight with the iron banjos. You know, without knowing that they had those new cannons to try out and they almost sunk us. What I'm trying to say is, I can't promise everyone will stay. But they won't all turn their backs on you. You were right, though. You're gonna have to work hard to regain their trust. How? Unfortunately, I can't answer that for ya. All that I can say is good luck. Good luck? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna need it. I think about trying to talk to Taz, maybe up with the Seabane Denticle, but from the sounds coming out of her lab. I decide it's time for plan B, which was checking on Oki, but he's busy trying to teach Dove how to play Steve's hand. So on to plan C. Hey, Otto. And what do you want, Zinkus? Just wanted to check in. Seems like Oki is in good spirits. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Getting the tentacle is going to go right to his head, isn't it? He'll never let us live it down that he saved the day. Probably. You must be proud of him. He did a great job. Yep. Great job. 
Uh, Otto, I'm... I'm sorry. Oki never should have been hurt. You're right. You shouldn't have gotten hurt. Finally. We could agree on something. He's a tough kid, though. He's going to be okay in the... But he shouldn't have to be a tough kid. He should just be a kid. I'm his big brother. I shouldn't let him get close to a fight, and I should be able to protect him. Or do something or anything, but... Don't be so down on yourself. You've got some good ladle action going on. How is a ladle supposed to stop a mythic sea beast? Anyway, it's done now. He's fine. We're all fine. Everything's fine. You gonna scrub a hole through that pan? It's greasy. Can I give you a hand with the dishes? Go fetch a towel. Start drying. Yes, sir, sous chef Otto. You know this doesn't get you off the hook, right? I figured. But how many nights of dishes would get me off the hook, though? Not even an eternity of dishes. Hey boss, you, uh, need any help? Let me ask you something, Corbin. Why does everyone on this ship come to me for all of their magic problems? Because you're our expert? Am I? Am I? Gisela knows magic. Why doesn't anyone ever go to her for their magical mishaps? Because she'll threaten anyone who interrupts her cooking with a frying pan. Excuses and excuses. Well, I am an engineer. I know gears and metal and screws and nails and occasionally clockwork dragons, but I don't know a singular thing about sea creature meat. So how do you expect me to figure out the deal with this stupid tentacle? Hey, Chaz, I just finished the icebox and I- Not there's still a ship to deal oh. with, which you'd think would be a little more pressing, but no, Taz. We need to figure out this lady squitter, Taz. You know magic, Taz. Figure it out, Taz. Yes, I know you need some fixing. And your sails need patching. I am aware. Sass me again and I'll turn you into firewood. That's what I thought. Taz, hun, how long has it been since you've taken a break? You didn't come up for lunch. I don't need a break. I just need answers. That's always what you say when you need a break the most. You want to tell me what's going on? It's just... No one is listening to me. I tried to tell the captain we needed to make a stop for repairs. I tried to tell people the ship was alive, but no one wanted to listen then, either. And now I can't tell people that this stupid, slimy piece of bullshit is in my area of expertise, because... Because if I can't figure this out, then... We'd have almost lost Oki for nothing. Oh, jeez, boss. I'm sorry. I... I didn't even realize we had been making you feel that way. And Oki's gonna be okay. Have you gone to visit him yet? No. I've just been down here working since everything happened. How about this? Corn and I will move the tentacle to the icebox. I just finished getting it ready, and we can put the tentacle away and let it be for a while. After that, I'll work up a batch of sweet milk, and we can go bring some to Oki and check in on him, and 
Maybe let him play with Gia for a while? <sighs> okay. I can take a short break. For Oki. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you just said I get the chocolates if I play a red seagull and a blue turtle together. That's only before Steve's hand makes a fist, remember? And that happened when I played the treasure box and the hook after your black sail. What weirdo made this game up? Zinkus? Well, technically Zinkus and Corwin. That explains a lot. Oh, hey, Tazanella. Hey, bud. How's the head? Great. Just bored. Hey! Not right now. Just, you know, in general. I'm tired of being in bed. I want my sword back. Well, I can't let you back at your sword just yet, but Taz has a surprise for you. Here you go, kids. Sweet milk, you're the best! And we figured you might like another playmate. Yeah! <laughs> hey, girl. Ah. Aw, look at that big stretch. Have you figured out how to use the sea bane's magic yet, Taz? Oh, I, uh, not just yet. So excited to find out what kind of magic it has. If it has magic ink, will you give me a tat tool, Gisela? I want a sword on my arm! No, dude, two swords! No, all my swords! Not a chance, Oak. Aw, but you gave Otto one. Otto spent two and a half years training with me as a chef, and also he is older than you. <laughs> Besides, we don't even know if it has magic ink yet. Or any magic at all. Ah! Sorry, girl. We'll be ignoring you. What a good little destroyer you are. Yes, you are. We've got company coming from the east. It's a red and yellow flag. It's an Aaron Hall ship. Oh, no. Duff, wait. The Aaron Halls. It'll be okay, hun. We'll stay down here with Oak, okay? But if there's going to be a fight, I need to be there. No way, kid. You're staying right here with us. Did you say there's an Aaron Hall ship? It'll be fine, Dove. Why don't you go below deck with Oki, hmm? I, well, what if they're, what if they're here for me? You don't have to see them. We can hold them off. Okay, I'll go, I'll go hide. We won't let them get you. I promise. Corwin, what's the company look like? Uh, I can see two high-ranked guards and a couple of foot soldiers by my count. Something seems off, though. The soldiers all kind of look the same. It's really weird. What the shell? Nah, it doesn't matter what they look like. Just be ready for a fight. Zinkus, Corwin, ready the cannons. We won't fire unless absolutely necessary. I mean it, Neo. We do not need more reason for the Aaron Halls to have it out for us. Do not fire the cannons until I say so. How do they even find us? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a question for later. Get to the cannons, now! Stand down. We mean no harm. Mind saying that again? With your guns down? You'll forgive us if our trust in you is lacking. Nothing to forgive when that feeling is mutual. Now if you distrust us so much, why approach us in the open water? Hush, you rusty hunk of metal. We don't want any trouble. We're just here for the kid. Hmm, this feels familiar. Have we been through this before? Ah, yes. Didn't it 
with the kid jumping the docks to get away from you. Whatever you've done to make <coughs> want to join the likes of you, we cannot imagine the illusion will last long. They made their choice when we came to the Oceron docks. We know what you do to your recruits. Taking in gullible young people and shaping them into hardened criminals. <laughs> oh, is that what you think? Lord Arenhall will not let that happen to his own. Then where was he at the docks? Dove, you don't have to do this. Answer me! Where is he if he cares so much what happens to me? Well, you see, this time he sent a note, at least. It says, please return to us at once. We will not stand for piracy in this family. We will not ask kindly again. Oh, That's the note he sent? Yes, um, I admit that it does seem short. Uh, we didn't exactly proofread it beforehand. You can take a note back to Lord Arenhall then. Tell him my name is Dove. I chose that name for myself, and I chose this crew for myself. Sure, they might be a little crazy, but I'd pick them any day over going back with you. Oh, um, we didn't know you changed your name. Good for you, Dove. Back. Something wrong with your soldier? Uh, no, uh, of course not. Why would you ever ask? Bring back child. Bring child. Is that... No way. He wasn't even close to ready to use those yet. They're not safe. What are you talking about, kid? Obviously nothing. Nothing at all. They're aiming at us. Get down! What? Stop this at once. I order you not to shoot. You lousy, no good rust bucket. What in the dread pirate Steve's rotten third toe? That's a that's a clockwork eye. They're engineered. The soldiers are engineered. It just threw its own eye at us. He's deploying them too fast. Uh um, of course not. Lord Aaron Hall knows what he's doing. And this, um, uh, should show you how much he is capable of. It's going to blow a hole in your ship! We've got to get out of here before they know Shh, when. get the wheel. Go. As for you, we will be back. And we will take the dove? Dove. We will take dove back. You'll have to get through my crew first. After the Aaron Hall ship leaves with that strange mechanical soldier still spewing springs and gears the whole way, Eroya calls Dove and Corwin into her quarters. <clears throat> right then, we got a lot to talk about. First, Dove, how are you holding up? I'm fine. Convincing. We'll talk more about everything after we've all had some time to cool off. But right now, I want to know about these soldiers. Are you good to answer some questions? I can try. Just do your best. I don't expect you to have all the answers. Now, it seems like you've at least heard about these uh, clockwork soldiers, right? 
Can you fill us in on what you know? I knew the Hall Corporation had been working on engineered automatons that could replace some of the maids and butlers and foot soldiers. I saw some of the trials and they were terrible. The closest he got to something functional was a waiter that made it ten minutes into a dinner before trying to eat all the ores devours and gunking up its machinery until... So the soldiers on the ship today, those were different from the ones that you've seen before? Yeah. He must have been hiding the really successful stuff. There's no way he went from what I've seen to that in just a few weeks. Do you think they're a threat? Obviously, since one just exploded all over their ship. (sighs) I haven't seen one fall apart like that before. Usually they just get jammed or act weird, but they've never acted like they wanted to hurt anything, and that thing definitely had it out for us the way it threw that eye. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's where you come in, Corbin. Can you tell if there's something off about the eye that might have caused the automaton to behave in that way? I'm no engineer. This is really a task question. I know it is, but she seemed really shaken up. I want to give her more time before roping her into this. That's probably a good idea. So, here's what I know. There was something... You know the thing Tass was working on when we escaped the Citadel? She doesn't talk much about it, but wasn't there some sort of curse on the clockwork? She was the one to discover it. It seems like, out of nowhere, engineered things started acting... wrong. It started with things not working quite right, just freezing up like a gear got jammed or something. But then it seemed like things would act wrong... on purpose. The clock in our room would read the wrong time when Tassival had important meetings, and you know how well she'll keep up with time as is. No offense, but that all sounds like pretty standard malfunctions. It does, but I know it wasn't just off on time, because she'd go running out of the room and right away the hands would wind back to the correct time. Worse and worse things started happening at the Citadel, and Tass found out that there was something embedded in the machinery's consciousness making it go bad. No one believed her, of course, but... Tass is a genius, so you know she's not making this up. Hmm. I admit, this does sound bizarre, but I believe Tass. Did she ever discover the origin of the curse? She wasn't ever able to confirm anything, but it's crossed her mind. Mine too, that the Halls might be doing it on purpose. If the soldier was cursed, it- I swear, if one of you knocks this door off its hinge- Something has a clockwork curse! We're not sure. I was just thinking out loud. What is it? Let me see. Where did this come from? We were approached by an Hall ship. One of their soldiers was engineered. It started acting all strange, and then it launched its eye clear across our deck. Yeah, we have to get rid of it. Wait, shouldn't we take a look at it? Try to figure it out? No, no, no. We need it far away. As far away as possible, as quickly as possible. Taz, wait! <laughs> And there it goes. Good, right now. Taz, what was that all about? Something's been up with the ship for about an hour. I'm guessing that's when the Iron Hall came near. I don't think the ship's been cursed. They'd have knocked us all overboard by now if they were, but we can't keep that eye on board and make it worse. The eye was cursed? How could you tell? It was a guess. And I'm not taking the chance of being wrong just to defect its insides. Mm, back up. What do you mean something's been up with the ship? 
They started acting like Okie with a stomach bag, all moany and groany. Lost all their sass, too, and uh, don't tell me you haven't noticed how slow they've been going. Mm, I just thought the winds were bad. My guess is they were reacting to the curse being close by. They got lucky this time, can't let it happen again. Right, right. Thank you, Tass. Also, I'm sorry for dismissing you when you tried to tell us to make a stop for repairs, and, and then again when you tried to tell us that our Mio has a mind of their own. I let myself get caught up in the changes to the crew, so much so that I ignored you. It won't happen again. I promise. Oh, uh, thank you for, for the apology, Becky. That means a lot, Captain. Get some rest, Taz. You've earned it. Thanks. Thanks, Captain. Night. Uh, hey, love. What are you doing back in the lab? I thought you were done for the night. I can't sit around and do nothing. Not right now. My brain's moving too fast. It has been a long day for you. It was bad enough. And then Maya almost got cursed. And the Aaron Halls. Yeah. Every time they come up, it just reminds me of the Citadel, the way they made me feel like I was crazy when I discovered the curse. I know it does, but hey, you're away from them now. And the crew believes in you. Gia definitely believes in you. And I believe in you. I just don't want to let everyone down. You won't. And if they even try to give you carp, I will knock them out with my <laughs> frying pan. Aww, I love you, Ella. Love you too. Now come on, out of the lab with you. Time for bed. Ella! Not gonna hear it. <laughs> and what does our dear myositis say? She says, listen to my partner and go to bed. You know what? I think me and the ship are going to get along just fine. Hey, Retta, I was just finishing up cleaning the deck, not slacking off at all. <laughs> I would I would never do something like that. Stars, Zinkus. You scared me. I, I didn't see you there for a second. You okay, Retta? I haven't seen you this lost in thought in, like, ever. Oh, <laughs> I'm fine. What was that tune you were just humming? Nothing, nothing. Are you sure? Actually, there's something I've been meaning to ask you. You know how when Taz and Gisela got married, Arroya officiated the ceremony? Yep, it's pirate law. Captain can officiate whenever two crew members get married. Exactly. And the law also says if the captain is getting married, the first mate can officiate. And there's an extra clause where if the captain and first mate are getting married to each other... Retta! Are you saying what I think you're Shh. saying? Shh! I want it to be a surprise. But yes, Arroyo and I never officially got married, and I thought it might be nice to get married with the people we love before we head off to the mainland. Oh, my mollusk. A wedding on the ship. I'll have to get a new suit and write the ceremony. When are you going to ask her? Are, are we going to do it at sunset? Will there be sweet milk? Will Easy there, wedding planner. I haven't even asked her yet. But don't worry, I'll, I'll do it soon. Do you want soon? Nothing. Hmm. Something suspicious is going on here. <gasps> You would dare call the White Fox suspicious? Hmm. I've got my eye on you too. Okay, she's gone, so you'll do it? It'd be my honor.
Ahoy there, mateys. Oh, a wedding, how exciting. So many preparations to be made. I just hope all that nonsense with the Aaron Halls doesn't end up getting in the way of that somehow. If you loved the episode, come chat with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Our handle is at ForgetMeNotsPod. Additionally, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. Finally, if you want to help keep this ship afloat, support us on Coffee at ForgetMeNotsPod. The Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots was made by the following people. Katie Bailey as creator, lead writer, and co-producer. Gabby McDonald as editor, sound designer, and co-producer. And Molly Borowiak as writer. This episode starred Rory Eggleston as Zinkus McGee, Matt Gagne as Arroya Meldon, Ashley Erickson as Retta Mendenhall, Cam Hollister as Dove, Leah Eggleston as Tazavel Solstara, Molly Borowiak as Gisela Solstara, Greg Bastian as Otto Lingar, Jamie Wong as Oki Lingar, Aiden Anarino as Corwin Nodley, Tess Redman as the Mechanical Guard, Gabby McDonald as Aaron Hall Guard Number One, and Katie Bailey as Aaron Hall Guard Number Two and Dia the Dragon. Our exit music is Urban Gauntlet by Kevin McLeod. Full notes for attribution of sound effects are in the show notes and description. Again, thank you and see you soon for episode six. Carpe Dia.